Warning. The following program features mature content not suitable for younger audiences. This podcast explores subjects dealing with mature content, vulgar language, and violent scenarios. You've You've been been warned. warned. Now, Now, on to the the show. show. Somewhere, in a forest of shadows and gloom, there is a dark and forgotten carnival. Abandoned and rusty, lost in time. But at the center of this festering festival of fear, lies the still-living heart that is the creepy carousel of horror. Join your hosts, horror narrators TJ Scorpio and Dude13, as they discuss all things horror and macabre. Hey everybody, Dude13 here, 50% of the CCHP, that's Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast, hosting talent, and as always, I'm joined by the one and only... <laughs> TJ Scorpio. That was quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've got something special tonight. Want to tell them what we got? Yeah, we're going to do something a little different tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about, because we want the show to be more than just talking about movies, so we're going to branch out a little bit, and we're going to talk about haunted locations this episode. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, what we've, yeah, what we've done is um, we went on ahead and each selected three creepy locations without telling each other which ones we chose. So quite possibly we might have chosen uh, similar locations, uh, though I doubt it because there's so many yeah. in the United States alone. Yeah. And I, I think uh, the rules were I didn't... Um, I didn't want to just uh, limit ourselves to just U.S. places. Uh, we could have gone world round. Um, I stayed within the United States. I don't know about you. We didn't pick any of the same then. <laughs> because I did not go anywhere in the United States. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, without further ado, uh, do you want to kick it off first or shall I go first? It's up to you, whatever. Uh, why, why is it up to me? I'm only 50% of the CCHP hosting talent. True. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like picking. <laughs> oh, all right, fine. I'll flip a coin. Boom. Okay, I'm going first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing tonight, uh, let's see. Uh, House of Death. Uh, for any of you who don't know what that is, it is not a movie. That is a real place. Um, and it happens to be located in 14 West 10th Street, New York, New York, 10011. With that said, don't go visiting the place. I'm giving out the address because you can easily find it online. Um, but it is a real place. It's uh, been deemed House of Death. And that's because uh, this building was, uh, let's see, it has 22 recorded deaths um, that occurred within its walls. Uh, the build- Yeah, the building was constructed back in the 1850s. 50s, just before the Civil War, and it used to stand as a solitary building, but today it's used as 10 individual apartments. Um, and as I said, it earned its nickname, uh, House of Death, because of the 22 recorded deaths that occurred within its walls. That's not to say that uh, it's unusual for there to be 22 deaths in a house that old. I mean, think about it. Right. Anyway, especially back then when people wanted to die at home, and that was a very common oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. One of the most notable ghosts in this house is apparently that of Mr. Samuel Longhorn Clements himself, uh, a.k.a. 
Mark Twain. Mark Twain here. Um, that, that is, cool. that is wow. yeah, that is pretty cool. However, there are reports that say that the hauntings are not just limited to number 14 West uh, 10th Street. Uh, directly next door is number 16th West 10th Street. And there have been ghostly activities related to number 14 happening in that building as well. Um, some of the rumored ghosts there... Uh, and this, this, there's a huge, huge history about this place, and I can really just dive into it, but we're not going to linger on every tiny, minute detail of every tiny place. And I wrote a ton of notes, but I'm just, I'm going to breeze through it a little bit here uh, so that we don't, uh, we don't, we don't mingle, we don't haunt the same haunting for too long. <laughs> All right, so some of the rumored ghosts um, are, like I said, Mark Twain, uh, but also a creepy 19-year-old girl whose baby was aborted and her husband was drafted for the Civil War. Um, Yeah, uh, haunting rumors are are about... um, Let me see. There's apparitions of women in Victorian dresses uh, that have been seen, like I said, in both number 14 and number 16, uh, although there are no reports of these ghosts being malignant, uh, there are a seemingly ter—they are a seemingly terrifying sight to see. Uh, and yeah, if I were to walk into my living room um, one morning, uh, getting ready for work, and see some Victorian-era woman just dancing around in my living room, I'd probably freak out too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I don't think anyone's been afraid of Mark Twain, um, who apparently only lived there between 1900 and 1901. So he only lingered there for about a year, yet supposedly he haunts... He didn't die there. Hmm. He did not die there. We we all know that he... he you know, he, he was in a lot of places uh, a lot of the time, but they say that if you, can, if you talk to his ghost, he says that... Um, what was it that he said? Uh, he introduces himself, first mm-hmm. off. Um, and, uh, he says that he has some unfinished business at that location and then he disappears, which is very cryptic. Twain, talk to us, motherfucker. We need to know what you need to do so that we can help you out. I mean, do you want to write another book? Cause I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) Other haunting. That would take the ghost writing term to a whole new meaning, wouldn't it? I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, shows you're the funny one this time around. No, yeah, uh, I just got lucky with that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> other haunting rumors have told stories about ghost, a ghost cat that yeah. wanders the property, as well as a paranormal activity such as flickering lights and a chair that a resident's dog would randomly growl at. Um, at one point, there was a mystery grape that uh, apparently appeared or something. I don't know. And then there's the sound of breaking glass that has been heard in the property. And, of course, there's also the, the slightly more malignant ghost. As I said, I hope you don't you didn't misconstrue what I said, that there's no malignant ghost there whatsoever. I said the Victorian ladies aren't malignant. There are the, the black shadows that uh, appear and bring with them this very uncomfortable uh, aura or this uncomfortable feeling, they're bad. They're bad. They're the bad ghosts. But, um, like I said, there's so much that can go into, uh, into this one place. Uh, so many people have lived there, so many people have died there, and unfortunately, I actually couldn't find a complete list of the 22 people that died there. Wow. Yeah. You wonder if the people died, like, violent deaths, were they murdered, or did they just die? Because that probably makes a difference if, if they come back angry 
or yeah. just kind of haunting the place. You well, know what I mean? just the, walking around. Yeah, the nineteen-year-old girl has a chip on her shoulder because. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, she she. Uh, I'm not sure how she died. Um, I should have written that down. Jeez, uh, I just. But she does have a chip on her on her shoulder because her husband was drafted into the Civil War, which did happen right. around that time, and of course, um, she lost her baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> But we got we got a couple questions that, uh, that that pertain to this this sort of place. If we were to put ourselves in the situation as to living there, uh, TJ, do you think you can cope with these kinds of ghostly apparitions and sort of um, spiritual happenings uh, for a prolonged period of time, or actually reside there, live in this place in one of the ten apartments? Yes, <laughs> I could. Wow, that was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I've I've I'm gonna sound weird creep i don't know people are gonna laugh but the last house i lived in i'm a hundred percent convinced there were s- spirits there Ooh. yeah i could tell stories but we'll save that for another episode <laughs> yes let's yeah all right so you you wouldn't mind having um having creepy black uh spirit ghosts these figures walking around your house i mean no you know i mean evil ones yeah I would definitely not want to deal with evil entities, mm. but nice ones that don't really aren't there to hurt you or upset your life in a really drastic way. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, that's kind of where, like I said, my house I lived in before was like that. And, you know, I, I wasn't bothersome to me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what um, about you? I, I think, uh, I think I'd man up and, uh, and pretty much live in that place and, um, I, I might even I might even benefit from the fame from it. I'd I'd have ghost adventures and whatnot uh, come in and right. inspect my place. I I thought it would be cool. Not to mention, I I have my own paranormal equipment that I'd probably set up to try to capture stuff. Oh, cool! Yeah, me too. I would love that. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'd set up a a twenty four seven live feed of my living room just so that people can see what's going on. Um, sure. I mean, yeah, they'd see my day-to-day life, but, uh, who cares? Maybe they'll, maybe I'll be sitting there watching TV and some ghostly apparition will show up right next to me and I didn't see him. Right. Yeah. That would really be actually pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome. Have people email me pictures of of what they saw. Yeah. Look what I saw while you were watching that game. (laughs) Sweet. That would be cool. Is that Mark Twain? Oh crap. He likes (laughs) Set out an old typewriter and just, like, see if he goes and hangs out by it. <laughs> well, to be honest, we don't know what his unfinished business is. During the year that he yeah. lived... Yeah, during the year that he lived there, um, his wife took a taxi, and um, it was a dollar ride, but the taxi driver charged her a dollar fifty. And um, Mark Twain actually had someone chase after him <laughs> for those fifty cents. It was fifty cents, for crying it's out loud. a lot more back then, yeah. Yeah, and he he chased after him uh, for quite a while, uh, having gotten the uh, the taxi's number, his ID number. I don't know if it meant uh, his his uh, his his. I don't know. I don't know. He it just he they they got his ID number, which might have been posted on on the vehicle or whatever. But um, after a while, it was said that Mark Twain said, "Ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dawdle on fifty cents. Fifty cents is just fifty cents." Um, and he, he didn't press charges, but uh, for the for the moment, that was a big deal to him. Oh, yeah. You don't rip off Mark Twain's wife. What's wrong with you? Maybe he's sticking around to get that 50 cents back. 
He's like, you know, I shouldn't have let it go. I should have just pursued it till we got that damn money back. <laughs> as as far as I've seen, I've I've, I've looked at a, there's not that many videos on YouTube about this uh, about this place. Um, I've never heard of it. And I have to stress that uh, the people living there want to just be at you know just want to be, uh, seem to just want their privacy. Um, uh, I, I haven't seen any, any extravagant things happening at the place, uh, like reporters coming over and that kind of thing. Um, and to this day, it's still being, it's still being worked on. I mean, it still gets, it's, it's up to date. It's a, it looks like a nice place, honestly, down over New York. It's it's kind of like an apartment complex right now. It is. It is. Yeah. It used to be a, a, a single standing house. Um, and wow, from the 1850s on, that's, uh, that place has been yeah. standing for a long time. Yeah. And it's, it's not to say that, that, uh, there's other places that are, that aren't as old as there. Obviously New York is chock full of old buildings. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure they all carry their own ghost stories. Um, but this one is unique in that, uh, like I said, it's got a celebrity living in it or celebrity right. haunting it. Right. And what's unique about it, too, is that it's just an apartment building now. It's not being used as either a museum or a place for people to go check out the hauntings, you know, because they usually turn those kind of places into almost a tourist attraction. True. Um, so it's unique that it's just being used for an apartment. It's worth mentioning that the very top floor was the uh, servants' quarters. So um, maybe there's a special kind of haunting going on up there. Yeah, I'd imagine. I say, I say servants, and I, I'm not entirely sure. That's just what I found online. They mm-hmm. referred to them as servants, but, uh, it, you know, it was just before the, uh, the Civil War. Yeah. At, uh, I'm I'll sure leave there it. was a lot of mistreatment going on up there. Yeah, but I, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> was that all of it? Um, that's, that's all I care to mention about the place, yeah. Okay. That was interesting. I hadn't heard of that. When you said the name first, my first thought was uh, Holmes, you know, H.H. Holmes. I thought it was his place, Uh, but I think they tore that down or it burned down. No, no, H.H. Holmes, uh, Holmes, the first recorded uh, American serial killer, um, his his mansion of of death uh, burnt down to the ground under mysterious circumstances. Quote, unquote, mysterious. And I would have loved to talk about that house, but it is not a it is not a haunted house. And I look forward to the movie that's coming out pretty soon. Uh, at least I'm, I'm pretty soon. As the rumor is that uh, Leonardo uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is playing H. H. Holmes. Wow, I'll, oh. I'm going to have to see that because that story itself is just amazing, crazy, interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. insane what that guy put together. I don't know how he managed that. Yeah. But we digress. Uh, Yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I picked uh, Fort Gary Hotel in Winnipeg, Canada. Ooh. Yeah, it was built in 1913 by the Grand Trunk Pacific Railway. Nice. And it was supposed to be called Selkirk, but they decided to call it the Fort Gary Hotel after the Upper Fort Gary Hmm. which at one time stood at the junction of the Red and, I don't know how to say this, Assiniboine Rivers. Do you know how to say that? I have no clue. I have to see how it's spelled. It, yeah, I try. I don't know. But, um, so I'm not Canadian, eh? A, I'm not Canadian, <laughs> eh? 
I don't drink those chuggalugs. <laughs> you know I had to put that in here somewhere. <laughs> My favorite uh, drink. Okay. So, um, <laughs> over the years, it's had many famous guests. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Ooh. King, yeah. King George VI. Sir Lawrence Olivier. Whoa. Louis Armstrong and Liberace have all stayed there. Louis Armstrong? Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I know. Um, and it's a super, it's still a hotel to this day, and it is so fancy. Like, it is the highest end of everything. And they boast that on their site, you know, that it's extremely high standards. Hmm. Um, no expenses spared in providing guests with a lavish experience. And they say the Palm Lounge is the ho- in the hotel serves drinks all day and late into the night, and they also have live performances there. All so, right. Well, um, TJ, you know what we're doing next. We're gonna we're gonna consolidate paychecks. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna plan ahead. Uh, we're gonna pack our bags, and we are going to spend a night because that's how much we can afford at that right? place. <laughs> can we even afford a night? I should have looked up actual room rates and been like, actually, it's going to take us a couple years of <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll save up for 20 years, and we'll have enough to go over there. And then there, we'll, or, or, but we'll wait. We'll start, till, we'll start a Patreon and let everybody else help us, and then we <laughs> Help <laughs> we, us go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a live show from there. It'll be fantastic. We'll do a ghost hunt. Yeah, I'll set up cameras. I got the right. equipment. I got the equipment. I'm just saying. Mine, yeah, I've got the the uh, ghost box. I have one of those. We could take that along. Whoa, seriously? That's one thing I don't have. Yeah, the one... Well, I think it's a ghost box. What's it? It's uh, the one that voices come out of. <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah, the, the spirit box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah, so I got one of those. Well, uh, we'll be set. Do you have uh, do you have some interesting uh, notes about some of the things that happened there that may make it haunted or? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. So, room two hundred two in the Gary Hotel is the one that is the most haunted. Ooh. Um, they say it's haunted by a woman who apparently committed suicide there. Um, the story goes that she went to the room years after her husband was killed in a car accident, and I'm not sure. To me, it sounded almost like they must have stayed there at one time or mm-hmm. were planning to, and he died on the way there. It was really mm. vague, but um, she went to room 202, was overcome so much with her grief that she hung herself in the closet. Yikes. Yeah. So staff have actually reported that they've seen blood dripping down the walls. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> and guests have seen the apparition of a woman at the foot of the bed in room 202. Um, she's also been seen in the lounge by staff and patrons crying in the corner at one of the tables. Alrighty. Um, yeah. Uh, a young boy wanted to stay in room 202 as a make-a-wish, and he took a lot of pictures in the room, and once they were developed... All of the pictures from the trip turned out except the ones that he took in that room. Whoa. Which I thought was so interesting. That's, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I don't think you can chalk that up to coincidence when, you know, he was all over the place and everything turned out, but the ones he took in 202, they weren't. And he was really excited because he said it meant the ghosts were camera shy. And they didn't want those pictures to turn out, which I thought was such a cute way to look at it. 
Well, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. if I was dead, I personally wouldn't want people to take a picture of my uh, death. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So he's probably right. <clears throat> they didn't want to be on camera. Um, Brenda Chamberlain, who is a former Ontario Liberal MP, mm-hmm. she actually stayed in room 202 and said she felt someone getting into bed with her twice. Oh, when creepy. she was there in 2004, yeah. She's felt someone, I guess, get in bed and no one was there. Which, you know, either way, if you're there alone, you don't want to feel that regardless. (laughs) Nope. Um, But this woman in 202 is not the only ghost there. Um, Other men and women have been seen at the foot of other beds in other rooms, which is creepy. Yikes. Yeah, and there's a woman in a ball gown that just kind of, I guess, is around. I would totally dance with her. That's probably what she's waiting for. Yeah. She's got her ball gown on. She's ready. All right. Let me go get a tux. Yeah. There you go. Go find her and dance with her. Then she might be at peace. Uh, Another woman has been seen walking down the hallway in a robe. And (laughs) in, in 1998, a hotel employee was cleaning the kitchen overnight and heard a sound coming from a locked dining room. When he unlocked the door to the dining room he saw what appeared to be a man sitting at a table. And I believe it said he turned around to like maybe call for someone or, oh my gosh, come here. And then of course, when he looks back, there was nobody there. Creepy. So they have a lot of activity in this hotel. Would you say the service there is to die for? Ah. (laughs) I would, actually. I think it is. (laughs) If you've got that many ghosts roaming around, yeah, the service is to die for. You know, it's high-end everything, and your ghosts, apparently, you get a good good haunting while you're there. I'm pretty sure they get five stars at everything, but any ballroom dancing, any ballroom parties are probably a little dead. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Ah. That's why that one's still hanging around. Ah, uh, sorry, sorry. I got I got yokes for days. I know, but I like them. <laughs> uh, any added any more added details to this place? No, that was it. That was it. Uh, but you would definitely stay there. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to stay overnight and just check it out. I would ask for room two hundred two. What do you think? Would you be brave enough? Damn straight, I'd be brave brave enough. I'm, I'm it'd okay. Be awesome. First and foremost, I should tell everyone that I am a huge skeptic. Uh, I will I will look for any kind of, of uh, explanation uh, for any of these paranormal things. Uh, my first my first duty as a, a person that appreciates proper paranormal activities is to try to disprove them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love this kind of stuff. I, I, I'm attracted to this kind of stuff. I look for this kind of stuff. Um, but I don't uh, I don't hold out for it to be real. First off, um, I I have to rule out that for you know I haven't finished drinking a, a bottle of wine before I see some lady standing in at the foot of my bed. Right. right. Uh, if uh, if any pictures that I take inside my room don't turn out, uh, maybe my camera broke and they happen to be the last pictures I was taking of the day, and my camera broke at the you know. Mm-hmm. when I was inside and it was like, these are the last pictures I'm going to take. Oh, well, everything didn't turn out. You right. know, coincidence is a real thing and yeah. that is the first thing I'm going to do. So I will be the skeptical SOB and 
UTJ, you be the excited uh, person <laughs> looking looking for the uh, looking for the the real ghost stuff that's happening. You try to prove everything is happening that is happening is paranormal. Well, I try to prove that there is a logical explanation to them. Right. I proved so, you wrong, basically. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, um, let's move on to one of my my choices, the Atmore Oliver House. Ooh. Yes. Now, the Atmore Oliver House is located at uh, 511 Broad Street, New Bern, North Carolina, 28560. Um, and... Honestly, it's it's not really a house that people live in right now, uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, the Atmore Oliver House was originally constructed back in 1790 and was wow. later... Yes! Sorry, that's just old. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and was later enlarged during the years 1834 through 1835. Okay. Um, and uh, it currently stands at 21,780 square feet. Uh, that's wow. Yeah, it's 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 basically a mansion. Yeah. It was it was originally constructed by a veteran of the Continental Army named Samuel Chapman, and I know you're probably wondering, well, why isn't it called the Chapman House? Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't really reside in that house for too long. I mean, he did, but um, the his family wasn't uh, the last family that resided in the house. Um, it was the Atmore slash Oliver family that lived in that house. Um, and, uh, forgot what year. Um, I think it was between, it was just before 18, the 1830s, uh, um, that, uh, the house went to, uh, Isaac, uh, to Isaac Taylor. Um, so it was the, uh, Taylor Manor. Um, the house stayed in that family until it was sold. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So it, it went to the Taylors and... It was sold in 1834 to uh, to Isaac Taylor. My mistake. Okay. And and that's when he added on to it. Um, during this time, uh, the house was renovated, built up, um, because it was originally just one and a half stories. I don't know how it's one and a half stories. It's just yeah. that's what was on the notes. But okay. um, then it was turned into a three-story house. Um, it's basically built another house onto it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So Mr. Taylor's daughter, Mary, and her husband, George, um, what was his name? George Stigreaves Atmore. They lived in that house. And later on, it went to, Mis- when Mr. Taylor passed in July 4th, very patriotic, in 1846, uh, it became known as the Atmore House. Okay. Yes. Um... Now, uh, after that, uh, it was known as the Oliver House. Now, the history of the Oliver House was uh, the house stayed in the Atmore family until uh, the owner, Hannah Taylor Atmore, married William Hollister Oliver. Sound familiar, Oliver? And that happened in 1854. Um, Okay. 1861 through 1865 is when the Civil War impacted the uh, Atmore Oliver House. um, Because Hannah... She had three brothers, and they all left for the Confederate Army. Um, supposedly, the youngest, the youngest of her brothers, is like thirteen, and he's oh he, my yeah, he ran away to join the army, wow. the the Confederate Army, and he was the only one that returned. Oh my goodness! So Hannah uh, was devastated. Yeah. Um, 
An archaeological investigation in 1962 discovered some medical supplies and other artifacts that suggested the property may have been occupied as a Union hospital at one point. Um, So that could mean that more people died in that house. Exactly. Very, very creepy, very cool, very sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the house remained in the Oliver family, uh, I think, till uh, 1908, um, and now belonged to Miss Mary Taylor Oliver. Okay. Yes, uh, Miss Oliver um, used to rent rooms of the Atmore Oliver house to single female teachers around the estimated time of 1915 to 1940. Uh, a lot of history in this house. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miss Oliver uh, lived the majority of her 91 years in the house. Oh. and pa- Yeah. And she passed That's away awesome. March 13th of 1951. Wow. And uh, she was honestly the last person to live in that house because she left the house to her five nephews. Um, four of them were of the Hus- the Husk brothers. And uh, the fifth one was Henry Constable. Um, at this time, the house was in severe disrepair. There's a picture online of how terrible the house looked. It was, it, it was falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. the The roof looked like it. Uh, it. There's no way it held back rain. Holy crap. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Luckily, though, uh, the Newburn Historical Society offered to purchase the house, and uh, the final negotiations settled at thirty thousand dollars back in 1954. Wow. Uh, yeah, they added another $30,000 to restore the house and refurbish the house, um, and now the property was, remains preserved as a museum uh, and as a headquarters to the New Bern Historical Society. How cool. I know, Good. it's it's pr- pretty badass. I, yeah, I'm glad they saved it, because those kind of homes are just amazing. Yeah, they, they bought the house twice, that's cool. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Some of the haunting rumors. Um, some of the more common rumors tell stories of disembodied moans and voices, as well as eerie lights appearing by or around paintings in the property. Uh, rumor has it that the spirits of a young girl and an older man have uh, have been seen in the house, and are thought to be the spirits of a previous of previous tenants who may have passed away. Uh, the rumors are. You know, they're saying that the spirits of Miss Mary Oliver um, also mm-hmm. cropped up. Um, and uh, Stan is the most likely ghost that's haunting the house. I mean, she was there most of her most of her life. Yeah. 91. She lived to be 91. Yeah. And, you know, she just loved that house. So her not her not wanting to leave makes sense. Yeah, and the the old man and the little girl, um, that's been chopped up as uh, previous uh, tenants to the house um, that may have died due to a smallpox epidemic because the house was quarantined at one point. Oh. Yeah, and some of the other other ghostly stuff that's happened in the house are like poltergeist activities um, that may may again be from the little girl and the and the old man, but I don't know how that's linked together. That's just stuff that was mentioned. Like I said, these are rumors. Right. <laughs> uh, and the poltergeist activities in question are doors being closed um, and uh, stuff being misplaced or moved, uh, you know, objects of whatever sort. Right. Uh, actually, a ghost hunter by the name of Justin Yates, he investigated the property as well as other properties, but... Um, the way he investigates, he's he's very near and dear to my heart because it's not so much to prove paranormal activity, but rather to disprove them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his search uncovered what he quoted as saying too much. Uh, it was too much proof of paranormal activity in that that house, and he dismissed a lot of it because maybe maybe his equipment was was malfunctioning or something. I think the same thing is like, okay, come on, too many gold, too many cold spots. What? So much mm-hmm. uh, so much electrical interference. There's there's clearly something going on here. Not it can't every room can't be haunted, right? Right. But he he was able to pay witness to to a door closing. And he was, and he was unable to replicate the incident. There was no open windows, no other open doors. There's no wind. He just couldn't replicate the incident. Uh, so he also held an EVP session and recorded a clear yes to an answer to one of his questions. Wow. So I'd, I'd have to say this is this is a kind of place that I'd like to go and visit and stay a couple nights at. Yeah. So it's genuine, but he thinks some of it isn't. No, no. You see, later on, um, he went and like, he. Uh, I. Uh, it was. It he was thought said, it was all too much, but when he went there, he actually discovered he, it was. Well, legit. when when he went there, he got too much proof that it was haunted. Mm-hmm. So he was beginning to think right. that's too perfect. He went to uh-huh. another. He went to another location that I believe that same day, um, mm-hmm. and found that his equipment was working just fine because he disproved oh, okay. he disproved any paranormal activity at that other place. So okay, creepy that it yeah. all. It all worked too well in that place, but right. not at all at another place. Right, which means it's all real. <laughs> very, <laughs> very plausible. real stuff happening. Very, very plausible, yes. Wow, that's awesome. That's definitely a place that would be cool to go to. I Yeah. Uh, could you handle uh, poltergeist activity? Um, it probably depends on what kind, really. I mean, are they throwing things at me, you know, like to get me out? Or are doors just kind of opening, closing, my keys moving? I could handle that. Uh, I just far- don't want things to attack me. Well, as far as I can tell, there there haven't been any malignant uh, evil entities there. Um, and it doesn't seem that, uh, that terrible things have happened there. There might be a couple sad spirits, yeah. Um, but... Uh, it doesn't look like it's uh, it's a it's a it's a negatively haunted place. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Um, Would you want? You'd want to, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. want to check that place out. Now, okay. So, real quick, there were probably Civil War soldiers that died in there. Do do people ever say that they see soldiers? There? I I read no reports on that. I I didn't That's see that. That's interesting too. But it's it's it is possible because of what they found in the cellar. It's it's possible yeah. that the place was used as a uh, as a mind you it was it was hell it, it would have been for only a couple years. Um that's not to say that people wouldn't have died there, but right, um right. But uh, would you think that Civil War ghosts would hang out at the place that they died? I mean, we just saw that Mark Tw- Mark Twain uh, decides to... Well, then again, it is Mark Twain. That guy would, right. would linger in several different places. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Yeah, because some of those Civil War... Um, like Ghost Adventures did a show with the Civil War one, and... One of the houses that was that was what it was is turned into a makeshift hospital during it, and that house had tons of activity, and they got EVPs of people moaning and crying and asking for a doctor. So I mean, it was very fitting with right what they were. So I'm just I've kind of expected more Civil War stuff 
you know, to be, but the groaning and moaning could be that. I mean, true. Um, it, it, it could be, it could be when the place was quarantined and people suffered yeah. until, yeah. And that, that kind of thing is very scary. If, if you were to come across a ghost that is, um, sick, feel, they feel wronged. They, they, they felt that yeah. they, oh, they, yeah. sh- they shouldn't have died. They feel cheated and unfair that it was, yeah. that the, it was unfair that, uh, that, that sickness is what took them out. Honestly, I'd be pretty pissed if sickness is what took me out. Yeah, and then those are the ones you got to be a little more wary of, I think. <laughs> what they're capable of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'd be an evil ghost, but I'd definitely be slamming doors. <laughs> angrily. Yep, angrily. I'd take your, I'd definitely take your keys and I'd hide them. Hey, I didn't get you sick. <laughs> <laughs> no need to take it out on me, man. I did not get you sick. Hey, well, you're alive and I'm not. I get to watch you live True. and I, I yeah, so. Yeah, see, I get it. Give me your keys. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like to see you beat that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to beat it. Are okay. you ready? All right, let's see. <laughs> okay, so my next one is Ross Castle in Ireland. Ireland. Yes. And it's located overlooking, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Uh, it's L-O-U-G-H. I don't know. Would you say that? Lou? Lou? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sheelan Lake. Um, it's one of Ireland's premier lakes. And I have to just read their lead-in um, to talk about this place, because I thought, my gosh, they know how to write, whoever they who wrote this. Oh, go for so it. So it's... It says, did you ever experience spirits, hauntings, or ghosts? If not, this is your opportunity to enter the realm of the supernatural. The place is called Ross Castle, overlooking Lou Sheelan, one of Ireland's preeminent Midland Lakes. This castle has the stately yet rustic country accommodation to suit the ghostly atmosphere. The The noises of the evening winds howling from the lake into the ancient trees and the knocking on the windows add to this truly spine-chilling ambiance. was like, holy smokes, that sounds like a cool place to go. And it looks really cool. If you look up Ross Castle in Ireland, it looks awesome. It, it, okay, sounds, now, it sounds like it, they, they themselves confirm that the place is haunted. Yes, and I think they, okay, so, you know, Ireland castles, you don't really have to say much. People are going to want to go see them because they're just awesome. Yeah. But I think these guys are like, not only are we awesome, we're haunted. Come here and experience it because they're extremely proud of the hauntings there. Yeah, it it sounds as if they they want to disprove or they want to convince the people that that are skeptics and, hey, I'm skeptic. I, I am a skeptic. I will. I will refute any any kind of ghostly activity because that is that is my job as as a person that that wants to find paranormal activity. First, I have to. I feel it is my duty to disprove the fakes. I want you to come here to this place and try to disprove this because this one sounded so cool. <laughs> well, so let's had... get into it. Let's get All into right, it. So. It's Ross Castle sits on top of a steep hill on the mm-hmm. shores of, I'm saying it wrong, but Lou Sheelan. Okay, you ready for this? It mm-hmm. was built in 1536. Wow! Yeah, 1536 by Richard Nugent, who was the 12th Lord of Delvin. Um, 
It was built with strategic importance because it overlooked the enemy territory. The workers cut the stone from the Ross Quarry for several years to build the castle. So it's, yeah, so it's all rock. It's all, you know, of course, hand built. It's, and when you look at this, I don't understand how they managed to build it back then. It's just insane. It's beautiful, though. It's huge. But yeah, so he basically built it so he could overlook the territory, the enemy plus his own territory that he was in charge of. Um, That's pretty smart. Yeah, very smart. Uh, Richard Nugent was actually called the Black Baron, and he wasn't the nicest man. I've heard Uh, of this. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Oh, so you probably know the story then of why it's haunted. Um, I, I know snippets, but please enlighten me. Okay. So, uh, one story was told, this is just basically about how he's evil, but one story was told where a woman had baked bread and set it on the windowsill to cool, mm-hmm. and a dog came by and stole it, and the woman yelled thief, and the dog dropped the bread and ran away. <laughs> right. And word got back to the Black Baron, and he came down to find out what happened, mm-hmm. and he found a beggar sleeping under a tree. Right. And he accused this beggar of stealing the bread. Uh, the beggar of, yeah, and the beggar, you know, denied it because he didn't. He was asleep and he didn't do anything. Um, but he was still hanged on the spot because that's just how the Black Baron was. <laughs> that was what it said. He just, the the poor guy was like, no, 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 I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And he they literally strung him up right there. Um, the townspeople later found the bread that the dog had dropped and they placed it, um, and then they placed a cross at the gallows for the man. And it actually remains there to this day. Yikes. (laughs) Which I thought was pretty awesome. They put a cross up for the beggar at the gallows, um, once they found the bread, because then they're like, oh, shoot. You know, we, they killed him for no reason. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Baron is not the one who's most well-known for haunting the castle. He is kind of there, but not as much as his daughter, Sabina. Um, Is she pretty? I'm sure she was beautiful. (laughs) That's my first question. (laughs) She's a lord's daughter. Of course she was. She's beautiful. (laughs) She can haunt me. She can haunt me all she wants. And she probably would. Um, so she's the one who haunts the castle and her story is extremely sad. Uh, mm-hmm. reminds me of Romeo and Juliet cause it's, you know, just, that was the time I think. Oh. Um, but she fell in love with a man who was a member of an enemy family. Uh-oh. Um, and they say in their story very much like Romeo and Juliet, they knew they couldn't be together, but they were in love. So they decided to elope and mm. they were rowing across the lake when a storm hit and a swell capsized the boat. Um, Sabina was rescued, but her lover, Orwin, he did not make it, and he drowned. Um, His body was later retrieved from the lake. And Sabina, I believe, she kind of washed up onto shore, but she was rescued. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't wake up for three days, And then when she did, she heard about Orwin's death and she became very depressed. So she locked herself in her room in the tower and refused to eat or drink. And eventually she fell into a deep sleep and she never woke up. Sleeping beauty. Yeah. She died in her room. 
and you can actually stay in her room. Um, the pictures on their website are really cool. They've got a picture of her, the door to her room, and it says Sabina's room on it. Right. And it's, I think it's in, if you look at the picture of the castle, there's a big, you know, one of those circular towers. Right. Uh, she's up there, and that's her room. So That's super cool. Isn't it? And that's the room, of course, if you want to stay there, that's the room you want to try to get. Um, I, yeah, I totally, I totally do it. Yeah, me too. Um, so she's seen a lot by frequently, frequently by guests, and it seems that she's in search of her love. Um, many think she haunts the castle to pay her father back for all his cruelty. Um, they, a lot of people think she's just sticking around maybe to be, I don't know if she's sticking around to help or to, I don't know how that would be because of her dad, but right. they think that. And then her dad is also seen occasionally by visitors. And I was kind of bummed because they had this great story about her, but no real people um, talking about what they specifically saw. And they give you this link, like, go to this site and you can read about what people have seen. And so I did. And all these reviews were like, I didn't have any hauntings. I never ran into any, you know, and I was like, don't <laughs> link this on your site about how haunted this place is. And then you go read people's reviews and they're like, it wasn't haunted. I just stayed in 202 and nothing happened. Or I stayed in that room. So <laughs> nothing happened. I'm just like, unlink that because it's not helping. So I was kind of bummed because I really wanted some like firsthand experience of what people saw and I could not find anything. I checked a couple websites. Mm -hmm. I could not find anything. Oh. But I'm going to say it's haunted because it's a really good story and I think it would be really cool to go. You know, it's it's starting to sound, all of a sudden, it's starting to sound more like it's a uh, uh, self, uh, self-fulfilling self uh, prophecy. People are saying that it's haunted because um, the website says it's haunted, because the people that work there say it's haunted. But, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on my skeptical glasses, yeah. and I'm, I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. I'm not convinced. I definitely yeah. stay there. It's got great this history. One did... It does, and this one bummed me out because I was so excited reading about it, and then I got to the haunting part, and I found practically nothing, and I was just like, come on, you've built this up to be this amazingly haunted location, and I can't find any first person, you know, here's what happened to me when I was there, like I said, all the reviews I read, and I read a bunch pages. Yeah, it does not bode well for this for this castle. I think they might be, you know, they may have had something happen once and they just are milking the crap out of it. And oh, just like, man. let's just pull people in because of hauntings. But again, you're in Ireland. You have a castle built in 1536. You don't have to do that. People are going to come see you regardless. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Well, um, they're going to want to see Sabina's room because it's a cool story. So, of course, they're going to want to go see a room. Well, and maybe even stay there. It doesn't have to be haunted. Well, um, here's here's a question that I forgot to ask. Um, yeah. I already know that you definitely visit this place, but during your visit, um, what mm-hmm. kind of paranormal um, investigation would you do to try to confirm that the place is haunted? At this particular one? Yeah, at this one in particular. Well, okay. So I would stay up in Sabina's room for sure. Mm-hmm. That would be a must. Yep. I'd have the ghost box. Um you know those infrared camera kind of things? Oh, yeah. Those got... would be cool to have. Check stuff out. EVP, of course. Yep, yep. Um, and I would just sit in there at night and just talk to her. 
that, and see if yeah. we could get some type of communication response. Like if we said, if we asked her, hey, Sabina, you know, are you here? Whatever, whatever. Um, what was your soon-to-be husband's name? And if she says Orwin, or you get an Orwin EVP or an Orwin in the ghost box, there's no way that that could be anything but an intelligent response. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if we did that and didn't get anything, then I'd be like, yeah, this place isn't haunted like all those people. But if we got anything even close to that, I would think, yeah, she's here still. Well, uh, would you would you play with a Ouija board? I don't do Ouija. <laughs> that's one thing i will not touch as a ouija do you do ouija board would you uh you know i was thinking that uh maybe for a halloween special i will live stream a, a ouija board oh, session the camera yeah from the for, yeah, from from my perspective I'll, I'll have the camera recording what i'm doing um but uh like i said i gotta i i i have to i have to find out as to whether or not this is bs and um my my other challenge is finding someone else that will actually do it with me because that's one of the rules, isn't it? Never play by yourself. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. But and you have to ask them if it's okay, welcome them, and then only invite nice spirits, and then you have to close it when you're done. Of you course, have to close the session or they'll stay. It's so risky. I refuse to do Ouija. I won't do it. Well, I don't want you to do it. I'm gonna talk to Jeezy girl and be like, don't let it. <laughs> Tell him no. <laughs> um, well, we'll we'll see because um, uh, the the other half of me says the, the exact same thing you're saying. It's like don't do it, don't yes, don't, don't mess with that. Because there's so don't. many there's so many stories of people that have you know so many horror stories. But yeah. um, I've looked at a lot of horror stories of things that have happened and then found out that so many of them are are hoaxes. You know, um, some people have even self harmed. To say that they they were da- they were scratched during the That's uh, crazy yeah and honestly it's 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 total BS to me a lot of the time because you see these these tiny three pronged scratches on people's backs and I I think to myself okay those those are tiny they they look like a human hand did them um, if it was a demon wouldn't it be you know slightly bigger yeah yeah wouldn't I mean if I was a demon, would I would I uh, assume the form of a of a human hand to scratch someone and only barely break skin? And a lot of the times, when you see that it has broken skin, it looks as if they used a sharp object, uh, like a really sharp object, a, a, a needle point sharp object to to break the skin because it's just they're they're tiny. Uh, okay, I've I've seen I've seen claw marks that have been made by a cat, and those are those are pinpricks you know because mm-hmm. the cat's tiny of course it's got right. tiny claws well we're talking about a quote-unquote demon um it's not gonna have cat claws no no it's gonna have some huge things I've, and I, i've seen bear claw scratches they are large gashes uh, and yeah. are you telling me that these demons lack the strength of a bear a common black bear <laughs> right so, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of my own personal investigations as to some of these uh, these Ouija board uses have, uh, you know, my bullshit my bullshit meter is on red. That sounds like bullshit. And that's given me the confidence to want to do it. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, I don't even have one. I don't even own one. Don't. 
<laughs> because, okay, here's mine. Let Forget about those kind. What about the people that do it? And then all of a sudden, like weird stuff starts happening in their house or they start having really weird sicknesses and ailments and, ah. you know, like just really bad things just start happening to them. Well, they done messed up. A lot of them forgot to say goodbye. Right. But I mean, you think then that might be due to the Ouija, right? Well, yeah. Let something in. So my point is that I would follow the rules. I'm going to follow the (laughs) rules. And if if creepy stuff happens, um, I've got a couple of friends that are hardcore believers and they are at the ready to come and with sage sticks and uh, and their own religious uh, beliefs to just cleanse my place. Right. And that's my backup plan, but I don't think I'll need it. Okay, I hope not. <laughs> so we we we've digressed quite a bit. Let's uh, let's get back into it. I have saved the best for last, uh, from my side anyway. Okay. Um, there's a uh, there's a mansion known as Wolf Manor. Okay. Now I think I've heard of this one. Wolf Manor was a mansion located in Clovis, California. It supposedly measured at eight thousand square feet, which pales in comparison to the the twenty one thousand square feet one. But anyway. It uh, it had five bedrooms, one ballroom, and a basement swimming pool, and only yeah, and only one bathroom. No oh, nice. <laughs> it was located at twenty six zero four Clovis Avenue, Clovis, California nine three six one two. Um, now, uh, first, this house was built in nineteen o two by Anthony Andriotti, uh, and it was a private residence. Um, however, the Andriotti family. Uh, didn't get to live at that place. It was never known as the Andrew Andriotti Estate. Um, no, his, his, to my understanding, Mr. Andriotti went bankrupt and lost the mansion. Um, oh, no. Yeah, the general belief is that his wife pushed him to add on to the house and make it as extravagant as possible, uh, thus draining Mr. Andriotti of his fortune. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but... <laughs> to live there how depressing yeah i know uh the property supposedly remained vacant during the great depression up until 1935 um oh. now supposedly uh, uh it was i think it was purchased in 1922 but no one resided in it um and at the time clovis was still a young city and originally it only existed as a railway freight stop for the san joaquin valley railroad that eventually grew into the city of clovis in the fresno county area right smack dab next to the city of fresno okay yeah so not many people have heard of the city of clovis but everyone knows where fresno is and if you know where fresno is you know where clovis is um so, as I said, that's when it was known. Between uh, 1922 and 1935, it was known as the Andrews Estate. Um, however, between 1935 and 1942, it was known as the Hazelwood Sanitarium. Oh. Yes, man. that's right. The house was purchased and then repurposed as the Hazelwood Sanitarium, where it housed people dying of terminal afflictions, namely tuber- uh, tuberculosis. Um, and that's that's... Honestly, what a sanitarium was back then, it was a place where people went to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, I guess that's what sanitarium meant. It, it really wasn't a place... I mean, what's the main word in it? Sanitation. Yeah. And that's pretty sad. Very. Um, between 1942 and the 1960s, though, that's when it became the Clovis Avenue Sanitarium. 
um, now things become a little bit more familiar. Mr. and Mrs. Brashers purchased the property uh, during this time, and in the 1950s, the property was licensed by the Department of Mental Hygiene. And in 1954, a hospital, in, uh, hospital wing was added at the rear of the building, and I do not know how big that was, but it did add to the, to the property. Wow. Yes, and of course, this hospital wing was built to treat mental disorders. Oh, nice. And of course, one of the main one of the main housing facilities, or the main housing facility, was of course for the criminally insane. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, now things are getting wonderful. Yeah. All right, but of course, between 1935 and 1942, people with tuberculosis tuberculosis try again tuberculosis uh, were went there to die. So already the place suffered from multiple deaths anywhere yeah. between hundreds of deaths it must have been hundreds of deaths um oh my gosh so all right we continue on from the 1960s all the way to 1992 it became the clovis nursing home oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> so uh during the mid 1960s all the way until 1992 the property was relabeled as the clovis nursing home where patients suffering from mental ailments or debilitating conditions were housed uh, okay accounts from former staff members and nurses outline rumors that the property was haunted uh stemming from the multiple and imminent patient deaths ultimately the property was shut down in 1992 leaving behind an empty and creepy looking mansion Wow. But the history doesn't end there. No. <laughs> All right. Oh Between gosh. 1996 to 2014, the property was then purchased by Mr. Todd Wolf. Um, mm-hmm. it, for some reason, it was known as the Andelbury Estate uh, slash Wolf Manor later on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's unclear as to when the name changed or why it was named the Andelbury Estate, but whatever. But, um, uh, between 1996 until 2007, uh, to my understanding, the property was known as the Andelbury Estate, but don't quote me on that. Uh, this is just off of my own uh, research. Uh, Mr. Wolf then took advantage of the creepy atmosphere of the property. Um, during this time, the house was used as a haunted attraction, namely known as the Scream If You Can Haunted Attraction. Oh it, my gosh. It boasted that it was so scary that you'd try to scream but wouldn't be able to. Wow. Now, there's a whole bunch of rumors that don't add up to the history of the place, um, but uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. The attraction was shut down due to numerous building code violations, and the property was deemed a nuisance and unsafe to occupy in 2011. In 2014, unfortunately, the property was demolished, thus marking the end of the Clovis Haunted Mansion. What a bummer. I know, but let's get into the fun stuff, the rumors. Okay. All right, so the rumors had... Okay, the the property had numerous rumors regarding what happened there, like I said. Uh, It, in fact... uh, It it is, in fact, uh, that hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, died there. Uh, Originally, it was exclusively a housing facility where people went to die. So... With this in mind, uh, there is truth to the rumors of countless deaths within the property. Although there are additional rumors of inhumane experiments on the patients and murders, Mm -hmm. numerous rumors of murders, but honestly, there's no supporting evidence of these claims. Um, But there have been 
two confirmed murders on the property, but these were between uh, criminally insane patients attacking other patients. That's to be expected. Yeah. Um, uh, So this leads to the numerous rumors of strange happenings and hauntings in the mansion. Uh, Now, some of these experiments uh, that I mentioned were that because they were criminally insane people, that they would take them down to the basement and they would do inhumane experiments on them, such as filling their lungs with so much air that their chest would burst. Oh my gosh. The reason that the place was was deemed the Scream If You Can place, specifically Scream If You Can Haunted Attraction, was because that that some of the criminally insane that would not shut up... SHUT UP! ...had their tongues surgically removed. Wow. Thus making it so they can't scream. Well, that's not... that Obviously, these people didn't uh, didn't study uh, a medical book because if you wanted someone to stop screaming, you cut their throat, not their tongue. Ah! Yuck. But anyway, um, so obviously those rumors are, 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 they're scuttlebutt, they're garbage, they're, they're not true. Um, uh, now, there's, uh, there's other rumors that have a little bit more merit, a little bit more meat to them. Like, uh, there's one room in particular with norm, notable paranormal activity, which was known as the Red Room. It was said that while standing in the infamous Red Room, multiple people have heard disembodied voices, or even felt hands touching them. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's always fun. And of course, throughout the house, not just in the Red Room, but throughout the house, people have reported seeing black humanoid figures and various apparitions, including an infamous man-baby ghost. And that's what? all I found. That's all I found. A man-baby ghost. I'm like, what the fuck is a man-baby ghost? Man-baby ghost? <laughs> man-baby what ghost. What's a man-baby ghost? <laughs> I don't know, but it reminds me of an episode of Scooby-Doo. But like, dude, Crystal Cove is under attack by a crazy man-baby. <laughs> man-baby ghost. <laughs> yes, the man-baby ghost. And I assume, I assume that this man-baby ghost has got to be a man that acts like a baby because he is insane. That's what I was thinking. That would have to be. I think so. On top of visual and audible ghost activity, there have been reports of cold spots in certain rooms, as well as spikes of electromagnetic frequencies around the house. Um, and these rumors hold substance, uh, thanks to TV paranormal investigators such as Ghost Adventures and Ghost yeah. Hunters, who visited the property on separate occasions. So, hey, there's there's confirmed stuff in that place, thanks uh. to these... Uh, yeah. Uh, one famous rumor is that the Clovis Police Department would receive occasional 911 calls from the empty property, though there didn't appear to be any solid confirmation to this actually happening. Um, uh, Residents from Clovis swear up and down that the Clovis Police Department would have to, in numerous occasions, go and visit the property because even though it didn't have a phone line connected anymore, they were still getting 911 calls and hang-ups from the property. That's, you know what, I think I saw, if this is the ghost adventures I'm thinking of, they actually talked to a cop who said that. Wow. Okay, then I I guess I should have watched those episodes, but I wanted to do my own research. Yeah, I think they, I could be wrong, because I don't remember for sure, but I know one of the episodes, um, they actually had clowns bring them in in like a really creepy hearse. (laughs) And then they ha- and this one sounds like it could be that one because of that weird haunted thing they did after everything closed. And they did have a cop come and say, yeah, they have to come here. And there'll be lights on upstairs, but there's no electricity and stuff. 
Ooh. I could be wrong. I could be the wrong one. But now when you said the 911 call, I'm like, I think I remember that episode. I mean, there's, there's been... just creepy. There's other rumors that uh, they had to board up all the windows because um, you'd see ghostly entities at the windows. But that's there's there's no meat to that. They boarded up the windows to stop people from breaking in. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons it was uh, deemed a nuisance was because so many people would break in and sm- and smoke meth at the place. Right. So that, that's 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 what it meant by the place was a nuisance. Um, right. Yeah. It was inhabitable. No one could live there. Um, people were breaking in, people were, were, you know, it was an eyesore, basically. Um, so they demolished it. Um, some of the other rumors, and again, I cannot find any substance to any of this, is that, um, during the colonization days of, um, of the California area, including the Clovis area, or what would become Clovis, uh, and Fresno, um, there was the slaying of of uh, Native American tribes that uh, inhabited the area. Uh-huh. Um, other rumors say that um, a lot of their um, their burial grounds were disor- disturbed, and the house was built over uh, Native American uh, burial grounds. And of course, everyone says that, and I'm I, I'm way too skeptical about that because I cannot mm-hmm. find any actual substance on that. But then again, um, if I was a famous historian. I probably would have left that out. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, hey, if the place was still up, would you spend oh, a night there? That one would be a little, I don't know. <laughs> that one's <laughs> a little scarier, because it's got some... I would imagine the uh, spirits left there would probably mostly not be very nice. Of course not. And They're going to be angry and nuts, and I don't. I just don't know if I'd have the, the guts to... I mean, I might give it a shot, but I think that would be one I'd probably be like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me cut the deal down a little bit. Um, Instead of spending a night there, would you do a paranormal investigation on the place? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I, you know what scares me about those kind of places? Because you mentioned it already, like the um, homeless and the drug Mm-hmm. Doers. You shouldn't do drugs. Uh, if you do them, you're bad. Because drugs are bad. Okay. I would be terrified probably more of that than I would of spirits. Like, I'd want it to be cleared by some cops before I went in there <laughs> to make sure no one uns- unsavories in this place. Because I don't want to be murdered. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so, well, you're yeah, right. If it was. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, I'd, I'd probably join you. I'd. I'd. Uh... I'd make you have sure to join me. I'm not going there by myself. <laughs> but I would definitely spend the night there. Would you all night? I would spend all night there. I I would have to try and prove um, yeah. that the place isn't haunted. That's that's my stance. And if yeah. I'm too scared to, if I'm too scared to, um, well, I I'm gonna have to own up to that. Uh, hey, I felt too scared. Hey, I chickened out. Um, right. But I think I'm too proud to, to throw in the towel that easily. I'd have well, to actually feel that my life was in danger for me to right. leave the place. That's what I was going to say. If you left a place and said, I was just too scared, then to me that would mean you may not have realized it, but there was some bad 
mojo going on in there that you just <laughs> made you super uncomfortable and and afraid. And that's why you left. Like, even if you didn't realize why you were so scared, I think that would be a sign that there's something in that place that hmm. isn't good that would make you want to leave. Yeah, but I'm with you. Definitely 100% would uh, would check the place out. Uh, oh, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd set up cameras. I've, I've got cameras. Um, yeah. I've, uh, my night vision broke, so I don't have that, but, um, <laughs> I have, I have cameras that do record night vision. I do that. Um, definitely have some, some EVP, uh, yeah. and I, I'm guessing that a Ouija board would be out of the question. If I'm there, it sure as heck would be. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I chicken out after we do my ghost box and stuff, and I just am like, okay, I'm out of here. Then, you know, go ahead. But I would be too. I mean, there's, of all the places I wouldn't do a Ouija board would be in a place like that. <laughs> You're really asking for it then. Yeah. But, um, oh, well, it, I saved that one for last because uh, there's, there's some bad juju in that oh, place. Yeah. That definitely, definitely. And I think even if they demolished it, the grounds of that place... Ghosts don't just go away, nope. <laughs> in my opinion. Spirits don't just go, oh, I guess our place is gone. Let's go to the other side. They're going to stick around or move to clo- you know, areas near. They're not gone. <laughs> <laughs> we could just go sit on the concrete and just try <laughs> what's left of the place and just do a All right, well, the, the, the plot is still there. There is nothing built there, to my understanding. Nothing. There's nothing. Wow. Yeah, so how about... How about a camp out? Would you camp out there? Not if there's a bunch of meth heads running around. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. We'd be out in the open. (laughs) Okay, this this house isn't out in the like in this this well established city. Um, I'm picturing it like in the city, like in the middle. No, 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 no. It's not. It's it's in a it's in a neighborhood area. Could we Uh, drive like an RV and just park it on the what used to be the building? It's an empty plot. There is nothing there. There's houses next door. If we could drive a vehicle and park it there with locks, I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Where if we had to, we could make an escape and we'd be in a locked vehicle. You know what? You can can glamp all you want. I'm going to camp. Okay, good. Glamp? (laughs) That's not glamp. That's just, I don't want to (laughs) die. Oh, okay. I'm not going to have like a TV hooked up and stuff. I just don't, I just want a quick <laughs> escape if I have to. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Fine. Fine. We, we will stay in your RV. Do you have an RV? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> well, hey, check, check, check out my, out. check out the GZ dude 13 Patreon and help me buy an RV. <laughs> an RV and get us, tickets so we can go to all these other places (laughs) Uh. okay uh last one you definitely i hope you have a doozy for us because yeah okay it's my favorite but it's short but it's the story in this is my absolute favorite just so brutal but okay so uh this last one is castle fraser in scotland great show by the way what what? That was a Frasier joke. It was a great show. Frasier? I'm kidding. I, I hate that oh, show. Oh, Frasier was a great show. Yeah. Okay. Good. No. No, I dislike <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I, I just told you I don't like it. Oh, well, that went way over my head. But I'm, I'm, 
getting over a cold, so I'm going to blame it on that. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> I will. So Castle Fraser is located in eastern Scotland, mm-hmm. and construction started in 1575. Dang. By, I know, I picked some oldies. I, like, freaked out at your 1700s, and then I scrolled down. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait you a got minute. me Mine beat. are, like, minor castles. Okay, so <laughs> it started in 1575 by the sixth Laird of Fraser, mm-hmm. who was uh, named Michael Fraser. Mm-hmm. And it was completed in 1636, which just blew my mind. Wow. Almost 100 years <laughs> it took to build this castle. And then... It was, quote-unquote, modernized in the late 1700s. I'm not sure what all changed by then, but it was modernized in the late 1700s. They they added horse stables. (laughs) Windows? I don't know. It was invented between 1636 and the late 1700s. Toilet paper? I don't know. Oh, you know know what part of it was, is they added a new entrance on the south side, where guess what they added? Uh, Windows. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the rest is really dark. And then on the late 1700s, they're like, you know, we really need some light in here. So they (laughs) built a new addition and just had a bunch of holes in it. So... Did they have glass back then? I'm gonna sound so stupid, but um, yeah, the, they they found out that you can melt uh, you can melt sand and get glass, right. yeah. Because you know some of those old castles, they don't. They're just they were open anyway. I watched Game of Thrones. I know how they looked. <laughs> so, <laughs> they did not have glass in those castles. They just leaned out of them. They'd have shutters and stuff. But they didn't have glass. Game of Thrones is real. So. No, it's not. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> Shush. It's yeah, history. They, yeah, they had dragons back then, too. <laughs> yeah, it's history. This is like, that's not, it's a historical show. I stopped watching that when they killed off my favorite. Hush, we're, not, lo- we're losing subscribers. Yeah. No, hey, I'm just joking, y'all. It's not real. <laughs> this is TJ Scorpio's sense of humor. It's, it's sarcasm. It's not real. I know it's not real. Okay. It's because anyway, you're sick. I'm sick. Cut me some slack. I'm medicated. So, <laughs> I'm drinking wine, and I'm making more sense than you. Yeah, well, you know I'm sick. Y'all, we had to cancel this for a while because I've been ill. That's tr- <laughs> that, that, that's actually true. That's true. All right, yeah, let's continue. I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> cut me some slack. Okay, let me get back on this. So, the, Fra- the Frasers <laughs> owned the castle until 1921, which I thought was also mind-blowing. Wow. 1575 to 1921. That's insane. Um, isn't it? That stayed in the same family. That's a long time. Uh, That's because was... the Lannisters weren't trying to knock down their walls. I was just going to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to make a joke about we added another addition for the dragons, but I was like, no, I better not do another Game of Thrones. And then you <laughs> It's the wine. Oh my gosh. This is great. I ended on a good one. So, (laughs) it was... (laughs) I'm not going to get through this now. Okay. It was bought by the first... The first Viscount Cowdray 
I don't know what that is. I don't know um, either. <laughs> for his son, the Honorable Clive Pearson. That's quite a gift, I have to say. Yeah, I, yeah no kidding. Hey, what'd, you, what'd your dad get you? A castle. castle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- does they, it have the addition for the dragon? It does. <laughs> Up top, we added this great tower with the, yeah, with it's, windows. Because <laughs> the dragons need to get in and out without having to open windows. <laughs> dragons can't figure out windows. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so... They did extensive renovations in their time there, and it was given to the National Trust for Scotland in 1976. Yay! I love that. The son got it, <laughs> fixed it up, and then just sold it to the National Trust. He's like, I don't want this piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, so... All right, so did you happen to see the movie The Queen Stalling Hel- starring Helen Mirren? Did you ever uh, see that movie? I have not. I'm sorry. Me either, but this castle is oh, backdrop for that. Just <laughs> <laughs> a, a nice piece of movie trivia. Did you see this movie? No, I'm dead, and I'm sorry. Well, me neither. <laughs> me neither, but this castle's in it, so <laughs> just great. Okay. If you ever watch the Queen Stalling, Stalling starring Helen Mirren, this castle's in it. There Damn it. Go. Do we have to do a movie review on that movie now? No, because it's not. I don't think it's a scary movie, and I don't want to watch some historical movie. <laughs> Queen of Scotland. I to- I, I'll, I'll watch it just so that I can see the castle in it. Yeah, I mean, we can maybe fast forward through it just to see the parts with the castle, but otherwise, I don't really care. Yeah, who, so, who cares? All right, so here's the best part. Okay, this is the best story that I think we've told so far, if I do say so myself. Go for it. Legend says that a princess, and I'm just going to say, I searched and searched for a long time to try to find what princess? Mm-hmm. Not a clue. Never once did they say from where, what her name was, nothing. But anyway, which I thought would be kind of an important thing. But anyway, um, a princess once stayed in the castle and was murdered in her sleep while she while she slept in the green room. According to the story, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm still thinking about dragons. <laughs> according, to, <laughs> according to the story, her body was then dragged down the stone stairs, leaving a bloody trail that they could never wash off. Even hmm. with the most repeated scrubbing. They finally ended up covering the stairs with wooden paneling, which is still there today. Is that not amazing? That's pretty creepy, and I totally want to see the bloodstains. Okay, thank you, because I thought, okay, all these renovations, and none of y'all pulled those panels up. (laughs) (laughs) I would have pulled the panels up so fast and just been like, let's just see if the blood's honestly really there. And then if if it is, re-panel. Whatever. I I want to see the blood. I want to see yes! it. Yes! I can imagine how gruesome, if this is true, how gruesome that would be. What they princess? Drug her down the stairs. <laughs> what princess stayed there and, and was she murdered by a Lannister? Probably. <laughs> probably for her dragons. Uh, That's all I got. I stopped watching. I told you. I don't watch anymore. I stopped after some. I don't want to give spoilers. I read the if, books. Well, I like Jason Momoa. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, all right. Do you know what I'm saying? 
I, I Did you get, watch? I, uh, I, I've never watched the shows. I've read the books. Okay, well, when Jason Momoa was killed off, I stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving away what character he is, but anyone who's seen it knows who I'm talking about. So anyway. Uh, all right. Well, the books are different from the, from the or, or slightly, di- well, now they're very different from uh, yeah. The, yeah, the show. I think you know who he was, though. I mean, I, you look at him, you know who he had to be, right? I'm not sure. <sighs> we'll talk after the show. Okay, so anyway, yeah, so, so the wood paneling still there. I don't get it. I would have pulled it up just to see. Um, but anyway, visitors claim they can see her ghost throughout the castle. Hmm. They have also heard ghostly piano music, Ooh. voices, and whispers can be heard, which I think is super cool. <laughs> um, like ghost, ghostly pianos, that's hard to fake. You, you know, know you, you, there's there's one thing there's one thing that I I always wanted to do. Whenever uh-huh. people have said that there's a ghostly piano playing in any haunted location, if I'm spending the night and I happen to hear a ghostly piano playing, the first thing that I already know instinctively is going to come out of my mouth is going to be, play something from Little Richard. Here's Little Richard with piano riff. Woo. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something like that. I I already know that's exactly what's going to come out of my mouth. And the ghost is going to do one of two things. The ghost is going to come rushing into my room and bitch slap the <laughs> hell out of me. Or I'm going to hear some goddamn little Richard. Yep. It's Ooh, worth the risk. Yes. It's worth it's worth the risk, goddammit. it. <laughs> yep. So we'll have to go here too then just to see if you can make that happen. Yeah, it's 2019. If these ghosts don't know how to play little Richard, they need to GTFO. <laughs> you did not just GTFO. <laughs> I just oh GTFO'd. <laughs> Get with the times, TJ. <laughs> the wine is talking. Hey, 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 don't blame the wine. This is me talking. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's even worse. <laughs> All right, so I'm almost done. Oh, boy. Done. All right. So witnesses have also seen the ghost of Lady Blanche Drummond in a long black gown. She died in 1874. So I also looked up Lady Blanche Drummond because I thought, well, she sounds important. She's just Lady Blanche Drummond. Like, there was no history. (laughs) Like, they just said who her husband was and who her kids were. And she just happened to stay there one night. And then she didn't even die there. She just stayed there one night in her life and then when she died in 1874 since then she just goes back sometimes what i don't know why (laughs) i thought she has to be somebody super historical and maybe in scotland she is but google doesn't think so because i couldn't find anything other than just and like if you look her up you get like her family and then you get that she's a ghost at this hotel this uh castle that's all you see (laughs) No, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe one, maybe one day she woke up and she's like, "Hawk, bloody hell, I'm all dead." Ah, you know that castle was nice. I think I'll go there. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna do one last sentence and then I'm done. All right. So kitchen staff. Kitchen staff often report hearing the sounds of children laughing and singing when there are no children in the castle. (laughs) (laughs) And dragons fly all around. (laughs) All the time.
yes, <laughs> dragons. That's that's the reason to go and visit. You'll see a dragon. <laughs> dragons. Oh, jeez. How, how did this, this happen? How did we get... Uh, never mind. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this. This yes, this was a lot of fun. We we, yeah. we you know what your your castle is fantastic, but you know what I I'm gonna say that Wolf Manor was was a lot more interesting than this castle. Hey hey hey, there's still a chance that that plot will still be used to to make a uh, to make a uh, a hotel. By True. yeah by. Todd Wolf. Todd Wolf himself will will have a, a, a haunted kind of uh, uh, hotel built there. Maybe that we'll would see. Be cool. That would be that awesome. Would be cool. That was the rumor, but Ooh. so so far we haven't seen squat. I hope he does. That would be cool. So maybe we maybe we still can visit. Maybe mm-hmm. in an actual room with a lock on the door. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one thing you're concerned with <laughs> yes yeah okay all right all right fine fine um but we can't stay at the castle because I, I i have no no dragon be gone oh i'm not scared <laughs> of those dragons oh okay so i guess apparently you've been knighted yeah they well, of course <laughs> <laughs> gotcha I'm giving you a thumbs up. You can't see it, but it's a GZ well, Dude thanks. 13 official thumbs up. Thank you. <laughs> ah, all right. Let's let's do the outro. Hey, everybody. Right. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast. I'm GZ Dude 13. And thanks for visiting. I'm TJ Scorpio. We'll see you in the next one. See you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast. If you have any creepy content you want us to cover, feel free to email us at tjgzhorrorcast at gmail.com. Happy nightmares, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>